Welcome to Never in the Intermission, where we talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Connor. And I'm Tepper. That's how this goes. Yeah, this uh, this month we watched The Illusionist. Spooky. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> I, I I didn't like it. I didn't like oh. it. And and honestly, the more I think about it, the more I like it even less. Like, okay, yeah, I get that. You just cut out seventy percent of the movie, and it's an okay movie. <laughs> I I think my problem with it is that it's not really much of a magician movie. It also had a tough act to follow. Yeah, but but even even like ignoring ignoring the fact that it was uh, following up the prestige, it wasn't. He didn't really do much magic. He yeah. He had like two scenes of kind of okay magic, and then a lot of scenes of him just sitting in a chair with his hand up. Yeah, <laughs> and like. Yeah. If like 30% of the movie was him just styling on the prince with magic tricks, like that one scene, then that was such a great movie. Yeah. Like that, that would be, yeah. Yeah. He just, he just didn't do a whole lot of magic and the movie was just kind of boring. Well, that was the villain. I can't remember who played the villain, but he was so good and him playing against like kind of a, uh, disinterested like i can't act edward norton was interesting to watch because basically he's just like throwing energy at this guy who's a brick wall yeah and 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 that had something going on whereas all the scenes where he was supposed to be doing something either with the love interest or uh the detective um uh uh, uh, paul giamatti paul giamatti's trying to do all this like subtle like uh we're in sherlock holmes ass kind of kind of stuff and it just doesn't it doesn't land because you've got this like brick of edward norton standing there trying his hardest to to not act yeah th- this movie also made me think less of edward norton as an actor because <laughs> like not that i've like seen tons of stuff with him in it but i used to be like yeah, he's like fine right and then i watched this i'm like is he bad has he always been bad yeah well like watching this and i'm just like wait a minute this is exactly how he played how he played uh bruce banner this is almost exactly how he played his role in fight club hmm (laughs) he does actually do things in fight club though yeah fight club he's really good in fight club but he's just he he's just like i think it's just that he's so often just like 60 to 80 percent of his scenes he does nothing so that he he can deliver those good scenes and they just didn't put them in this movie (laughs) Yeah, or he it, didn't want to deliver them for this movie. One of the two. Oh, who knows? It, it was it was just just thinking about this movie. I'm just like this sucked. Like, I don't know. It's the like yeah, just the whole way that the it was structured. I, I don't know. Like there there's so the many things with this movie. Piece. Yeah, and like even like when they started, like they started like in media res, and I don't know. That didn't add anything to the movie. Some say the man disappeared. Some say the tree disappeared. <sighs> See, that, like, a whole, like, myth thing about magicians, that could have been kind of cool. But, like... Some say there was once an interesting magician. He's gone now. You have to deal with Edward Norton. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, so no, please, take me back. I want to um, go back. Reading the short story, the short story is dope. 
Is it? Like you guys, you guys would like everyone. I know, I know. Uh, some some are non-readers, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very good. It's only twenty pages. Um, Honestly, I had forgotten that it was based on a short story. Thank you for the, reminding me. The short story. If they just made the short story a hundred times better, like they just added all this. the The impression I really got was uh the writer director is uh i still think he's a, a, a chad but he is dumb he's very dumb <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like a really dumb guy trying to like capture all these interesting things so like ivan's like some say it was a man some say like that's that sounds like the short story but it sounds like trying to uh repeat the short story but get the writer credit as well on this movie ah yeah so he had to add a bunch of stuff and um yeah a lot of the stuff that uh it reminded me of when we did uh way back in the day never end never ending story uh a lot of the stuff as described in the short story is really cool uh, like he does all these really extravagant tricks at the start and then he uh, goes away to the country and he has like a failed uh, love affair with this girl. And then he comes back and he's like an edgy, angry wizard. And uh, he starts <laughs> doing these shows man. where he has nothing on the stage. And he was known for these like extravagant, crazy things. So he comes on the stage and he's like, it's him and a chair and a glass table. And the glass table is like unheard of because the the wizard's table is like a well-known thing that has all these like trick compartments in it and stuff that you can do but he just like sits at a glass table and makes things appear which they do at the end of the movie with the he sits at a chair and holds his hand out <laughs> which watching a movie that sucks <laughs> but it's impactful if it's a book yeah and, and also those scenes just like lack any like the music is kind of whatever the way they're shot is kind of whatever like there's nothing there to give those scenes the extra impact that they needed where it's like uh, yeah it's like as you say like in a book you can go like he makes things appear and like that can be very interesting but like when you do it in a movie you need to go the extra mile and you need to have a good score and a good actor and let me i'm, I'm trying uh, to find Okay, okay. So here's an example. Like, everything in the book is cooler. Like, they took out, or the short story, they took out all the cool stuff. Uh, Eisenheim stunned the house by producing a companion for Ellis. This is a little boy that he created. Uh, a girl who called herself Rosa. She had long, dark hair and black, dreamy eyes and Slavic cheekbones. She spoke slowly and seriously, often pausing to think of the exact words. She seemed shy at first, refusing to speak in uh, her presence. Uh, she said she was 12 years old. She said she knew the secrets of the past and the future and offered to predict the death of anyone present. Damn. So, like, that's awesome. <laughs> Why didn't they do that? Yeah, because instead they just kind of like have the ghost show up and not say anything. Yeah. And like. And the 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 best part of the short story is uh kind of the whole middle part instead of fighting a duke he has like wizard battles <laughs> like he like like he has like competitive wizardry with uh rivals and then his greatest rival like uh at the at the end of the greatest rivals final show he takes off a rubber mask and it turns out eisenheim was his own greatest rival <laughs> oh my god Incredible. that's amazing <laughs> that's oh. Holy shit, we were robbed. We were robbed of a 
what could have been an incredible <laughs> movie. Kaikaku ass. <laughs> anime bullshit. That really is some anime bullshit. <laughs> oh my that Where's that movie? Yeah, what the one. fuck? Oh, no one knew that he held the wizard's number one and number two headband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you're you're right. I I'm like I wanna go read this short story. Um but that that already sounds so much cooler than so many of the things that happen in this movie. Because mm-hmm. like this movie isn't a very interesting mystery. It's not a very interesting romance. It's not a very interesting magician movie. It's just kind of it's just kind of a bad movie. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. Like I'm honestly trying to think of like parts of that movie. Like like now that I've had some time, where it's like parts of that movie where I'm like, yeah, that was good. The wizard dick measuring contest with the prince. Yeah. That was it. That's it. Yeah, that that, that was basically it. And the tree disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the scene where Paul Giamatti's just spinning around in circles at the train yard, uh, laughing (laughs) maniacally as he realizes how bad the story's been. (laughs) And and him realizing that it's finally over. (laughs) He'd collect his paycheck and go... (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so like that's that's like that's it like those are the only parts of that movie where i was like yeah that was like all right yeah yeah oh well at least the prestige was really good so hell yeah it was well i'm pretty is it is it still is, is it number one on our list i can't remember what's number one on our list right now pretty sure it's the prestige though that sounds right uh let me check that sounds right yeah prestige is number one yeah, yeah. The Connor Redemption arc. Top and bottom slot, as is tradition. What's what's at the bottom right now again? Cats. Cats. Ah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, even with how bad Cats is, it's still like miles better than like Catwoman. (laughs) Sorry, Shauna. I'm honored. I was also on Catwoman. Okay, uh Catswoman. The uh that mech movie that Shauna brought. The one that was really bad. It had the general commander. Atlantic Rim. <laughs> Atlantic yeah. whatever, whatever they had to change the name to. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'd watch that again. That, I have kind of fond <laughs> memories of how stupid that was. I mean, we'll I watch wanna, the sequel at some point. I want to see him. I want to see that guy try to like do the weirdest way to open a door with a hammer. <laughs> um, Admir- Admiral General. We cracked that one wide open. This is this one didn't even have. That's the thing. This movie didn't even have enough like wacky stuff for us to you know, kind of nerdily, uh, over over analyze it. It was just like, yep, that's a period piece, and uh, it was five out of ten at doing all the stuff it tried to do. Like four out of ten, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'll. Don't 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 disagree. I'm open to uh, lowering the rating further if we have to. <laughs> Let's barter to lower this rating. <laughs> Three out of ten, best I can do. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Would I watch Cats or would I watch this movie again? <laughs> and it's harder. It's a harder decision than it should be. <laughs> Which is longer. 
This definitely feels longer. Yeah, I, I guess that's the thing. Which is longer? Because, like, maybe there's, like, too much distance between when we watch, you know, like, like there's been enough time between when we watch Cats and now that I'm, like, forgetting the bad parts of Cats. But I'm kind of, like, being, At like... At least there's some joy in Cats. And, like, the music is pretty good, all Whoa. things considered. Like, don't, don't clip that. That'd be extremely rude. <gasps> my cavity! My cavity! <laughs> like, you know, like... Sorry, Shauna. And, you know, and they're like... I don't know. So Cats is two hours, which is somehow ten minutes longer than The Illusionist. Damn. Jesus Christ. Despite the fact that The Illusionist was a three-hour movie. <laughs> like that was that it felt so long yeah the illusionist also like, feels so much longer than cats was which is like that's bad yeah. <laughs> that, that's bad when that's your movie is terrible. 10 minutes shorter but i just when i think back on it I go like man that movie is really fucking long wasn't it speaking of transitioning to the next movie <laughs> just, just I don't jump. I don't jump. That was such a weird no. like teach me how to swim moment. Is like I don't jump. It's not just like kids murder bullies money and crates of raisins. I mean, more or less it is. The the kid looks exactly like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> don't come on! Don't do that, kid. It's like uncanny. That. No, I'm sure that kid grew up mold the future kids into yet more business dads that you can torture the kids of. You know, like other witches, they put their life's work into a painting. I got ten <laughs> paintings in this mansion. Like, it got all the emotions it probably wanted out of me. Moonbeam Entertainment, you did it again. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. You geniuses. This is why she's so awful. She's an orphan. It's like, not the right message. Not the right message for me. This is, this is a metaphor for uh, class revolution. This is <laughs> yeah. my, welcome to my TED talk. He dresses like Steven Seagal does now. <laughs> at, in that first scene. That's right. It's pre-hysteria 2. So please watch along, and when the episode comes out, send us any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadablezebras.com or message us on Twitter at DLZebra or search for Downloadable Zebras on Facebook. I lost my normal cadence there. I was like, I missed something. Like, no, I didn't. I'm excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it can't possibly live up to the first one, right? Like, oh, That's my feeling. Like, like my feeling is like the first one was just such a perfect mixture of things that I like just, trying to, yeah. Sorry, I just want to live in this universe forever. I'm, I'm simultaneously, I feel like you do when um, there's like a show that you've been watching for a really long time and it's got its last season and you have like one or two episodes left and you keep like putting off listening to them. Like, I feel that way about every, uh, what Moonbeam Entertainment, is that what they're called? Yeah. I feel that way about everything they've ever made. I want to watch everything they've ever made, but I'm also kind of like trepidatious about watching <laughs> because then I, I'll never get to watch it for the first time again. Well, it's just like the first one is one of the most memorable movies we've ever watched on this podcast, which is wild. 
it it has such a crackheaded energy throughout it that like well it's like it's a kids movie it's direct to you know VHS uh, like there's just so many things about it like kids studio offshoot of a softcore porn studio like just oh man yeah 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 i mean what how no matter how intentional the insanity of the first one is like you can't recapture that intentionally can you like that's just i think i I feel like that's asking for too much these are just working you know like these are salty old people that that churn out (laughs) movies and they didn't once think about that kind of thing they just like workmen like like a carpenter they went every day into work and and just did it and that's why it's so magical because they were just like we're churning out kids movies let's do it yeah because i think that's the thing about like insanity in these movies is um to an extent it almost has to be unintentional to like reach its full potential well it's them trying to do cutesy kid movie writing but they're weird old italians so it like (laughs) comes off all creepy brain dead danny just the weird that the sexual tension in that i've never seen sexual tension like that in a kids movie before that was just i mean i i whenever i think about that movie i just think about the scene of the, of the dad and his girlfriend sitting in that room basically waiting for the kids to go to bed so they could fuck <laughs> the look on their faces <laughs> it's uh it's beautiful I'm 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 very excited for the second one. I hope I really hope it lives up to the uh, standards set by the first one. We can only hope. At the very least, it hopefully can't possibly be worse than the Illusionist. So, at least we get a nice palate cleanser. At the very least, that's very true. That's very true. As always, you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.